0: Welcome to the Wannabe Gaming Podcast, episode number 6. It's Wednesday, February 20, 2019. I'm Brett Jackson, and joining me is Michael Dewey.
1: Hey! It is a good day. Good day. And I want to remind everybody that if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are there at WBGCast on Twitter. If you want to follow myself, Michael Dewey, I am MichaelDewey99. And you can find Brett on Twitter at Jackson. But the truth is, Brett does not do anything on Twitter anyway, so... Yeah. He doesn't follow me, by the way. I noticed that yesterday. Oh, sorry about that. I should. You don't even follow me or the the, the podcast.
0: I'll have, to, I'll have to get on that this week. Um, yeah. I promise. I, oh, and I was also going to try to set up my Twitter with Xbox to see if I could post clips, and I, I forgot to do that as well.
1: <laughs> this week. It's all good. It's all good. We got a lot of things we're working on in general life, and you know, sometimes it's just... Takes a little bit of time to follow somebody on Twitter.
0: Yeah, we had some technical issues today, too. So, But we yeah. Mike's laptop is up and running, and we're uh, it sounds fine to me right now. We're trying Google Hangouts this week, so um, yeah. hopefully it will Yeah, let us know what you improve. think about the
1: audio. Yeah. If you think the audio is any different or worse or better or whatever.
0: We were using Zencaster before, if anyone's heard of that, uh, which is great, except I feel like it's a little bit wonky and sometimes if either of us like has connection issues and it kind of has sync issues and the voices get all robotic. And so we're trying recording locally this week. Um, so hopefully it's going to have a little bit better outcome.
1: And uh, yeah, I think what we'll do is we'll just get some carrier pigeons that will send, you know, a USB stick between us or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the U the S mail never loses anything. I'll, I'll get it in the mail. Um, yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Rain or snow sleet or shine or whatever. U.S. Postal Service will get us our USB stick. No, don't worry. We'll, we'll use Google or we'll find another way, a digital way to do that. Um, so I wanted to ask you another question because yep. the, the last weekend when we were uh, talking, we talked about cakes for a long time. And, <laughs> you know, Dom seemed to really like that conversation and so did Brian. And so I figured I'd ask you a food-related question today. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. I'm all yours. You know, because we both like food. Um What is one of your favorite foods to eat or make or both?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, I probably have a secret obsession with Taco Bell. It's not that secret to people who know me. So that would have to be, um, if I'm not making it, Taco Bell would probably be one of my
1: first choices. What's your Um, go-to at Taco Bell then?
0: Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Probably it used to be Crunchwrap Supremes. Those things are amazing, except they're so expensive now, Uh, especially at least at the ones over here in Vancouver. It's like $4 and you can get like a burrito for a (laughs) dollar. So (laughs) it seems stupid to get a Crunchwrap when it's like, I don't know. So I hardly ever do. But uh, my go-to right now is probably, I just get the boxes, like whatever the box with a drink and all the stuff in it it's usually like um like a burrito and a taco and then what it used to be a gordita now it's a chalupa uh Mm -hmm. that kind of thing but that seems to be uh, a good amount of food for five bucks nice 550 in vancouver those (laughs) cheapskates um our our prices have gone up over time since we've lived here so but but uh the taco ball here they know us they're pretty good there so
1: yeah, I remember you used to, your go to used to be creating that um, like cheesy bean and rice burrito when it, that went away, uh, getting like jalapeno sauces or something. Or I don't know. You, you always had a unique little order that you'd always go into and you went to pull up a Taco Bell.
0: Oh, yeah. If you ever, so here's, the, yeah, we could get, we could talk about this. We could start a spinoff podcast of Taco Bell menu hacks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know how many people would be find it useful, but uh, so what you do is they used to have a cheesy peanut rice burrito. This was years ago, like high school days for me. So uh, maybe, wow, that's like 10 years plus. Um, but so it, it was basically, they still have all the same ingredients there. It was, it, I think the rice is different now. So it's kind of, it's like, it's kind of messed up now. You can't recreate it exactly, but it just had like beans, jalapeno sauce, rice, and Nacho cheese and then pico de gallo, and then they—I don't know when this happened—but they br- they took it away and then they brought back like a dollar version of the cheesy bean and rice. That's it's not the same thing. It doesn't have pico de gallo and the rice is different. It's okay, but you can still like add pico or a lot of sometimes when Ashley likes Chipotle and I I've never really been that in Chipotle, but when you go to Chipotle, uh, they you can get like she always gets a bowl um, because it's like an easier way to get more ingredients. And then you get the tortilla on the side and then you can pretty much get anything else on the side. So she doesn't like Pico. So she always gets Pico on the side. Um, and then she'll give that to me from Chipotle and then I'll, I'll have like my cheesy bean and rice burritos from Taco Bell and then I'll you know, scoop the Pico over and make them and taste a little bit more like the original. It's still not perfect, but
1: yeah. Honestly, you're going to make me want to eat food tonight. Like go eat after this, the podcast Um, my favorite burrito place, by the way, is one that I found when we moved up here to Spokane. I had never heard of it before or been to it. And I don't even know if they have it down there in in Portland or not, but it's called Sweeto Burrito. Have you heard of that before? I've never heard of that. Oh my goodness. You, I think you'd like it. The, all their, uh, burritos are wrestling kind of names. So it's, it's pretty clever and pretty cool, but the burritos are really big and they are really good. It's not like your, um, you know. You go to – oh, shoot. I can't think of what it's called. Um, where were you just saying with uh, with Ashley? Chipotle. Yeah, not necessarily Chipotle, but there's there's one in the Seattle airport and I cannot remember what it's called off the top of my head. But anyways, it's another Mexican restaurant that makes these massive burritos. Chipotle does do that too, but um, the one I'm thinking about is different. Anyways, um, they're, those are more like, I don't know, gourmet – non-fun type burritos but sweeto burrito is really good so if anybody out there is listening and has been to a sweeto burrito and can agree with me let me know but that it's pretty sweet you could put onion rings and everything and you can put uh, like jalapeno poppers and everything and yeah it's super good when you Anyways, say we
0: can wrestler names do you mean like like luchador mexican wrestler names or like the Hulk, yeah, so, the Hulk Hogan so burrito
1: I'm gonna to go to their menu real quick. I'm gonna pull it up. Um, so, um, they have the Veggie Avenger Wrap and the Title Belt BLT Wrap. Oh,
0: okay. And the okay. little
1: <laughs> cheesy and the little chicky. <laughs> that sounds and, delicious. Uh, <laughs> and the All American Burrito and the Breakneck Burrito. And hey, Sweeto Burrito, if you want to be a sponsor, just give us a call.
0: Yeah, anytime. <laughs> My number is—I don't want to say my number on the podcast, but five five five. You know where to find me.
1: Just tweet at me, and I'll be right on it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. This will be the one thing that Brett will respond to if you tweet at him. If you want to be, yeah, sponsorship deals.
0: I check it every—you know—every few months. I check it just for all the sponsorship deals.
1: That's right. Oh my goodness. Um, So we can get into the news. Um, This has been a rather interesting week in terms of the news for the video game industry um there's been some really hot button games that have been released recently that a lot of people have been playing and so there's a lot of reviews on uh those two are apex legends and uh anthem there's a few other ones that we'll get to a little bit later but do you want to kind of start off with talking a little bit more about apex legends anything that you've learned or uh found interesting from apex this week
0: yeah i feel like that's i mean that's at least what we've been playing a lot of us together i know we played it Uh, on Friday night with the three of us. And I, man, it's really fun. I I love it. Um, I don't know if I still like am not super hot on Battle Royales for probably permanently. Like I don't want to play it every night. Uh, But man, it's really fun. It's hooked me a lot more than any of the other ones I've played, uh, which is pretty much all of them. But it's hooked me a lot more than any of the other ones did. I think for me, it's just more a lot more approachable right off the bat and i like the looting and it just takes away all the inventory crap and uh getting to know like the the blue armor and the purple armor and just being able to queue that in really easily it's just way more simple than even blackout was and blackout improved a lot on PUBG, but it's it's even so much farther beyond that
1: yeah i i have thoroughly enjoyed it i have not been uh enjoying as much when i don't have somebody to queue with um yeah And that could just be because I don't have like party chat enabled. And honestly, most people don't, it seems like. So whenever you get into a game, at least for me, I feel like I'm stuck following a random stranger. And I don't know if I can trust their skill level or how things are going. And almost every single time that I played by myself, I get split off from everyone else. Or it's just two, uh, two of us and that third person's out there running around. And so I've started. To, I started to get a little frustrated with it, to be honest, when I play by myself. So what I started <laughs> yeah. to do is actually get in and do the trial, um, and get up to the point in which where you can choose all the different guns. And I just go running around, practicing aiming, practicing shooting the different guns, finding the guns that I actually like, uh, that fit my style, that still have good damage and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I mean, something that was interesting as well is I, I realized. Um, that you can use the d-pad and switch some guns to single burst fire in which that drastically changes how good the gun is
0: oh yeah and i man maybe i should do that sometime uh if if we keep playing that because i there's still probably like half the guns that i don't know well enough so then i don't pick them up because uh, i know a few that i really like so i just keep sticking to those but I, I there's probably plenty that i could uh maybe even better ones some of the ones on those lists that you were telling us of like these are the best guns from this guy. I haven't tried a lot of them and I I still wasn't picking them up cuz I was I didn't want to mess anything up.
1: <laughs> right, right. Once you get something and you get used to it, you you just don't want to mess it up and so you just kind of keep keep doing the same old same old. So,
0: did you see that story um of that game with a similar name on steam this, this week.
1: Uh, yeah. Apex construction or something like that, or
0: yeah, it, I guess it was so funny. I just, I, it's not, a, <laughs> I just had to link it because it's called, I guess it's a VR game. Apex construct uh, is, is the title yeah, construct. That's it. And it's, it's a steam game and apex legends is not on steam. I, I think what is apex legends on is on the origin uh, installer probably cause it's yeah, EA. I believe so. Um, so, so it was not on steam at all, but, uh, apparently this game on steam had its sales jump, um, over 4,000% <laughs> uh, this, yeah. this last week because of people, I think it was specifically like people in Chinese, Chinese people. Yeah. Chinese buyers, um, who, who were, just typing it into Steam and, like, probably typing Apex into Steam and then that would come up and they would purchase that game. Uh, it, so these... And they weren't, like, doing anything uh, wrong. It's just that they... This came out of nowhere and they're like, oh, shoot, everybody bought our game, but what do we do? Like, we don't want to refund everybody just because we know they might have rather had Apex Legends, but... and. The Steam refund policy is really lenient. So, like, if you haven't played it for, I don't know, what is it, like two hours or something, you can refund it. So, I think they're expecting, like, yeah, probably a lot of these are going to be refunded, but it's hard not to get a little bit excited when your sales jump. Because it's not, like, it's not a new game. It's been out for
1: for a while. <laughs> Could you imagine... Being in that company and coming into work that day and being like something, we finally hit it. <laughs> yeah. We hit the big leagues, it's guys.
0: <laughs> oh, oh man. You think? I yeah. I wonder. There's probably like a few split seconds of whoever checks that page first that there were just like, oh my god, guys. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then somebody else is like, wait. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That sucks but i mean it's... could you be
1: Can you imagine me and that guy coming into the meeting the group meeting like hey have you guys heard of this other game called apex legends yeah it's so, kind of a big deal yeah
0: there's a few people on here saying they got the wrong game or what is this <laughs> oh that sucks it here's the the quote from one of their guys that works there i don't is adrius juliusen uh, he's one of the devs there he said we sold more units of Apex Construct in China during the last seven days than during all of 2018. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know. I would imagine some of like a lot of those people probably, you know, might have just bought it. But like, I don't know what the refund limit is, like if it's all timed or if it has to be within 30 days. Or I would imagine they'll get some sales that will stick just because people forget. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Um, yeah that's that is really funny i get like it's nobody's fault i guess if anything it's apex legends fault but it's like who i mean it's poor poor buyers i guess but you you probably could have looked at like a picture or like maybe look at the full name of the game before you click the buy button so shame on you right i mean i
1: i feel like it's been pretty well advertised too that it's a free game so yeah. the fact that people went there and saw it was twenty nine ninety nine or or nineteen ninety nine, and were still willing to be like, you know what, this still might be the game, even though everything says free. Yeah, you know, know there's some like
0: it. suit at EA, like, you know, guys, I told you we should have charged money for this,
1: <laughs> right? You're like, hey, I think we could probably charge it. I bet if we uh, all of a sudden start charging, I think everybody would still stay. Yeah, yeah if that happens, we're not playing anymore. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's the reason it's it's so hot, Especially even for our group, like the other Battle Royals have been out for a while and Fortnite's not really our cup of tea and PUBG. It's like, we tried that once, but it's like, we don't want to pay 20, 30 bucks for that, whatever it is. And Call of Duty is a $60 price to get that mode. So it's like the free version was the only one that was going to work for our group because none of us are so hardcore into it that we're going to make everyone buy it. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. so, and I would imagine a lot of people are that way, but, and then it's just easier for all the other communities that are already built up to come over and try it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great. I, I love the game, so I'm excited to, to maybe keep playing it every once in a while going forward, but I hope that they add quads because, um, Dom is still not situated coming back from Hawaii, but when he is,
1: uh, it would be fun to keep playing with the four of us. <laughs> Seriously, that that is going to be one of the biggest drawbacks is I I have enjoyed it and it's kind of fun, too. We have another friend, Trevor Laux, who doesn't really play with us very often, um, mainly because a lot of games require four people and Trevor's not as active playing every Friday night with us. Um, But I've played with him every once in a while with Apex Legends. And so if there was a fourth option Man, it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to be able to expand who you play with and, and yeah. everything. So that's that's my biggest the biggest knock on the whole thing is that it's a three team thing. Um, but so some, maybe someday, maybe someday they'll be able to adjust it. So
0: I think they will. I think it was just I I don't think it was like they particularly were like locked into that. I think it was just that fit for what they were balancing, and they were going to see how the game did. Probably.
1: How many less squads would they have to make in a game if they did increase it to four though? because I, oh, I don't think quads. they're going to increase the amount of population to a server because that would be a lot of strain on a server potentially and so they would have to limit the amount of squads so i do wonder how it would affect the the gameplay because that is that is fairly substantial if you think about it
0: yeah because it's what is it right now 15 threes is that what I believe it is so Something or, like that, or yeah. it's twenty Cuz yeah, i think 20. it's 60 total um so if they upped it to four, that would be fifteen. So the, you'd be five less squads, which doesn't sound too bad. I don't. I don't know though. And I mean, maybe they could push the tech a little bit farther once they, you know, get a little bit more optimization in, because they're the lowest count of players, I think, out of pretty much any of them. But mm. they're also using a different engine, so I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the limits
1: are. Yeah. So something else that I wanted to talk about just real real quick is an old game that we used to play is Battlefield Five. An old
0: game. Remember and, yeah. remember back when Battlefield Five was a thing. <laughs> remember yeah. back when Brian
1: made us all play Battlefield because that's the only game he ever played ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Brian, uh, you've grown
1: up so much. Yeah, moved on
0: from Battlefield, a piece of <laughs> junk. Um, Which I, is I'm go so ahead. I'm, I I really liked Battlefield. Uh, I just I don't think we even really gave battlefield five a fair shake. I think for me, I was thinking about this the other day, actually, like I think it's because we got on battlefield one, like for a while before we got into five. So it was just a little bit quicker to burn out because there wasn't a lot of variety. Uh, and it wasn't that much different from one. So I think for us, we probably would have stuck with it a little bit longer if we hadn't already been playing one
1: for a while with our group (laughs) for the past like month or two. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, but I was wanting to talk about, I mean, I, I follow a lot of YouTube channels uh, with the video game community to find out like what's going on and um, a little more behind the scenes stuff, less of what is being always talked about on, you know, main i uh, main, main platforms and stuff. And yeah. there is a really interesting video. I mean, we talked about it a little bit before where the PC versions of Battlefield 4 have had a lot of problems with cheating and How that's really kind of shaking the community and a lot of people don't want to play anymore. And we kind of brush on the fact that, hey, well, at least on the console, you can't download anything onto your console and stuff. So cheating on console is pretty much not going to happen. Well, there's a guy, SMK Gaming. Uh, He's a pretty big YouTuber. I think he's either out of Ireland or England. I don't know. He has a he's a European accent. If you ever listen to this SMK Gaming, I'm sorry if I slaughter where you're from. I'm just a stupid American. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyways, he had a really, really in-depth uh, breakdown of him catching people cheating. Well, not people. I guess one specific person cheating on console. Uh, it was through the PS4 platform. So he was on PS4. And what he noticed is this guy um, had a ridiculous win percentage. His win percentage was 98.8%. And oh, man. yeah, it's like, how do you maintain that? At first he thought, oh, he's just probably in the game. And when he sees his team's losing, just hops out really quickly. So he wasn't thinking too much of it. And then he started to notice a few other things where when he was in the game, there were uh, two or so other um, people on the other team that were inactive. Uh, they either never spawned in or they um, spawned in and never moved. And so then he's like, this is really strange. And then he noticed also on the same team, there was another guy who would never spawn in and never inactive. So this mm. guy, I think his name was John, John o- 007 is what the the name was. He would be in the game playing and then he would have two inactive players, one on each side of the team. And at first you're kind of like, well, why is he doing that? What's the benefit? How is that really cheating? besides the fact that he's taking a slot in a server and reducing the amount of people in there and that kind of stuff, what they found is if he found that he was on the losing side of a team, he would leave that team and then the the other person who was holding the spot would leave and he would join in over on the other side. So he could switch sides. He always had a free spot into the winning side.
0: Oh, and, okay. then,
1: and then what he would do is um, he would spawn in the enemy player, a certain character and die. Um, And he would go and pick up his gear and he could be a healer with the um, class specific assault weapon. Right. And so he was kind of tweaking classes. So he would be able to heal himself all the time and he would always have the assault weapons at the same time. So So it was another
0: cheesing the, the actual game systems. I, when I originally saw the uh, video that you posted, I was thinking like, Oh no, maybe somebody's, like figured out how to put a USB stick in their Xbox and hack everything or, but it sounds like they're just the systems are (laughs) that are like supposed to keep this type of stuff from happening are just not quite working.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So he, he noticed initially because a lot of these, these two like um, ghost accounts is what we'll call them. They had the exact same ping as this guy. And anyways, it's a really cool in depth video. If you get a chance, go check it out. Um, I'll tweet it as we're, we're podcasting so anybody else can go to our Twitter and just quickly find the video. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a common thing. It's not where everybody's going to be rampantly cheating and stuff because, in a sense, this guy has, like, three or four PS4s running all at the same time on multiple monitors, <laughs> and the amount of work he is doing to be able to have this be a thing is kind of ridiculous. Um, but that so it's win not percentage. Gonna be percentage what but that win percentage right and it's like why would you do this just for a win percentage but the funny thing too is if he's going all in on this for that win percentage it's got to be eating up at him that he's not a hundred percent you know he messed up yeah he messed it up
0: like once or twice (laughs) dang it (laughs) yep that's crazy i hope um i don't know where i feel about battlefield or how i feel about it right now because I kind of just forgot about it. There's so much stuff coming out right now. That's probably why, but I still have, if they came out with um, like Pacific theater stuff, I think that would make me go back and play uh, just for both because I love Pacific theater stuff in any medium, but um, also just remnants of like Battlefield 1942, going back and like feeling nostalgic for that. Um. So I, I hope that they do that, but that wasn't on their roadmap when they launched. So it might be a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I like that those areas as well. I like the the planes. I liked everything about that. Um, I wish they would also bring back the ability to be able to take off and land planes.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, there's some some of the changes that they've made over the years of like simplifying it and kind of trying to fix problems uh, have actually been like kind of taken out some of the stuff that I used to like about Battlefield. Uh, Not that they haven't fixed some of the issues, but it, I don't know, it just kind of feels different um, in a lot of ways now.
1: So speaking of changes and big names, um, it looks like Call of Duty is going to be shifting things up and their new Call of Duty that's coming out, they are expecting to have a campaign. So it's not just going to be...
0: Yeah, they're back.
1: Yeah. Um, So
0: this came out of the earnings call, the one where... Uh, you know, this made a lot of headlines last week for them firing like 800 people um, right after saying like, we made a butt ton of money. <laughs> um, <laughs> money, 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 money. yeah.
1: Oh wait, nobody's here except us. But Yay!
0: during that same earnings call, I guess they announced, well not announced, but just went over like the upcoming call of duty uh, for shareholders and stuff. And I guess it is going to have a campaign like they've always usually done except with black ops four. And I believe it's infinity ward that's up this year because they have the three studios that cycle out um i'm just double checking yeah infinity ward so the people who made um i guess most recently like infinite warfare and ghosts and they made the modern warfare trilogy and um and then some of the old old games too um but i don't know not a huge piece of news because you kind of figured like i i don't know i guess maybe some people had questions like are Are they done with campaigns like officially when Black Ops Four released with Blackout? But I guess I I kind of didn't think they were. I I think a lot of people, including myself, would would said like they're just going to come back next year or in two years and be like we have a campaign. It's huge news, (laughs) and that's kind of what they're doing. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And honestly, like I I don't know. We got Black Ops Four just to try Blackout, and it's fun. Like it's a good Call of Duty. I'm not super into the multiplayer uh and it's not something that i want to play like week to week uh, especially now that apex is out like i i think i'd rather play that but i always liked the call of duty campaigns <laughs> at least for the most part like when they get some like big name actor to be the villain or in that one year they had kevin spacey and the the next year they had what was it the guy from game of thrones kit harrington uh was another one that they like they always get someone like famous to do mocap for them and i don't know they're they're fun summer action like campaigns um it's not worth i don't like paying 60 dollars for them i'm not like day one purchasing anything but uh they are fun to play so I, i don't know i guess my main question is do you think what do you think happens to blackout like where do you think they take their battle royale especially now with apex out does that have to become, it has to become free to play, I would think, but, or do they ship another iteration of that with another call of duty game? Or do they just, is that now something that they just have like that's on the side? Uh, it's really weird right now, like where call of duty is at in relation to like blackout being a part of one of the games that's about to be old.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, that is a very interesting question. Um, because I have multiple thoughts I have I could see it going different ways um, because the battle royale type game is so huge right now uh, I feel like the battle royale is a new genre of game that's going to be around for a long time similar to like smash bros and stuff there was a new type of concept um, that became a huge idea and you had a huge following and I think they'll always be the die-hard Fortnite people, and that's where it all started, really. I mean, yes, PUBG kind of came out first, I think. Um, yeah. But it, they just didn't do a good enough job for it. But I don't know. I, I think they, they dabbled in it. It's so different than what their niche is that I just don't know if they're going – I think they did it to try it and to experiment. And I don't know if you're wanting money. That's the one area – that's the one type of game that people are willing to to do microtransactions is in these PUBG free. As long as the game is free, they're willing to do microtransactions. So you could potentially make more money off of a game if you provide it for free. So I could see, I could see them making and branching off and having their normal game of Call of Duty, in which they appease that market and their fan base of Call of Duty people. Mm-hmm. And then try to pull those people into the uh, Battle Royale, PUBG, and uh, Fortnite, and Apex Legend type world. Um, As like a free, separate, like separate installer. Exactly. So, I mean, because that's the other thing too. If, if you get, I would imagine if he did it for free, and then I, I downloaded it and tried it, and I l- got back to the nostalgic feeling of, Their guns, because the truth is, I played a ton of Call of Duty before. That was like the first game I got on Xbox was Call of Duty. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. And so, if they go into Apex Legends, and all of a sudden I feel like I'm back in the game and have that nostalgic feel, I don't know. They could they could pull people back to buying even their Call of Duty thing. So if I was the people higher ups, the big suits up there, I would say they need to release it for free and make it one of those things where they're going to get their fan base back that has kind of given up on them um, to give them another shot. And so that's what I would do personally.
0: Yeah. Well, and I've kind of been assuming they would have to do that, but now like thinking more about it, I guess lately, especially with all the stuff that Activision has been doing, it's like you can kind of tell that they are, they're trying to maximize profits with their existing properties as much as they possibly can. And they don't want to take any risks on both new properties, new ideas. And I feel like this would be looked at as a, a risk, like because they already have microtransactions in Call of Duty, like in every part of the game, I think, um, at least the multiplayer. I'm pretty sure Battle Royale probably has them too. But I feel like they're probably gonna look at this and say like, well, that'd be a huge risk because then we're losing the, you know, the already profits that we're making from the $60 purchase. So I like I don't know if they're willing to take that risk, even though it's kind of obvious, I feel like, to see that like that's the only way you're going to compete with any of these other games. If you want to have a fighting chance to like be significantly in the Battle Royale space, I don't know if they can do that without having a free product anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, I, I agree. Maybe before Apex, but even then it was still like, how are you going to compete with Fortnite on any level? Uh, but at least they were like, you know it's not Fortnite, and a lot of people don't want to play Fortnite, and it's way better than pubg <laughs> uh and pubg isn't free so but now that apex is out it's like well you should probably just make a free because why would anybody why would anybody choose call of duty over that if they don't have it already um so yeah i guess it'll be fun to see like what happens with that i hope that it goes free because it would just create more competition for everybody uh at that bottom line of like everything's free and we just have to make our game better and keep patching it like really, really fast. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll see.
1: So some other interesting news is there's some notable releases that happened. I believe it's, they were all happened this week, right? Or yeah, it looks like on the 14th, the 13th, the 17th and 19th. Well, I guess this one will be the 22nd. Yeah. Um, so, Do you want to talk about um, each one a little bit? I mean, the truth is I've only played Anthem um, a little bit uh, during the demo. I I chose not to buy it, so I haven't actually played in that one. Um, But the games are Far Cry, New Dawn. That one came out on the 14th, it looks like. Exodus, Metro Exodus, um, that came out on the 13th. Crackdown came out on the 17th. And then Anthem, the full release, is on the 22nd, but some people can play it.
0: Yeah, it came out on the... (laughs) I don't. I don't know when it came out, but I've been playing it. Um, it came out a
1: bunch of days. I've been
0: playing it, and it's the full game. So, and people on PC have don't have a limit either. They've had the full game for. They'll have it for a week on the twenty second. Um, oh shoot! And that's like full. Like they have no time restriction um, on PC. If you are a Origin Premier Access, I don't know what it's called, subscriber, um, but I'm not. I'm not one of those. So. Yeah, so I'll just take these in order. The first two, I don't have a lot to say because I haven't played them. Far Cry New Dawn. Um, It's kind of, it's a new Far Cry game. If you like Far Cry, you'll probably like Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, It kind of looks in a similar vein to like Rage 2, which is also coming up this year. Um, Kind of like post-apocalyptic, like Mad Max, like bright poppy colors and like crazy outland people. They're kind of doing that same kind of thing. Uh, but as a continuation of the Far Cry world that they set up, uh, last year, which was like out in, I think it was Montana or somewhere in the Midwest or I don't know, but in then like the aftermath of that game, uh, is Far Cry New Dawn. And I have a copy of Far Cry five, which was last year's, and I still haven't played that yet. So, uh, I can't speak a lot to this one either. Uh, I would like to play it at some point, but there's just been
1: too much stuff, uh, going on. So, real quick to interject, um, there's a, a new site that I got to give credit to Trevor Lauks for. He's the one that showed it to me. Um, but it's opencritic.com. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. I like it a lot because it seems to compile a lot of the critics' information into one site. And so you can quickly see at a glance um, games that are coming out, what the critics are saying about them, and know what ones are the best ones to play and stuff right now. Now, Obviously, with every site, you have to kind of create a relationship with it to know, do I agree with this site? Do I like what they say? Or do I think that they're kind of full of crap? Um, but what's interesting is uh, Far Cry New Dawn got a 74 on their site, which means it's a 52% critics say, yeah, go ahead and buy the game. So it's a 50-50. It's kind of a, a hit and miss kind of thing right now. Uh, but yeah, that's they say it's fair. It's It's an okay game. Um, but the next one, Metro Exodus, that one got an 82 and 84% of critics say you should buy that game. So that's the one that I think if you're looking at one to try out and you trust what most critics, critics say, uh, you should try out Metro Exodus.
0: Yeah. And Metro. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what I've seen. I, I, I looked on Metacritic too, which is, I think the same idea as open critic probably and same deal though. They're pulling the same stats. Um, and Metro Exodus. I don't know I don't know a ton about this game, but I've looked at a little bit more of the pre-release coverage for this just cuz I was intrigued cuz it looks amazing. It's also like post-apocalyptic or I don't I don't know if it's Yeah, it is post-apocalyptic, I think. There's like monsters and aliens all over the place, but
1: it's like I think it's I it, can read the description. In the year 2036, <laughs> yeah. a quarter century after nuclear war devastated Earth. A few thousand survivors still cling to the existence beneath the ruins of Moscow in the tunnels of the Metro. And there's more to it. <laughs>
0: that was great. We should do that. Well, we'll have to do that again on some of these other games. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you are familiar with the series, there there was two other games. Metro, uh, I think it was like 2033 or something like that on 360, and then Metro Last Light, and then they did like a remaster thing Uh, And you can get those on Xbox one as well Um, I have never played them, uh, but they're kind of uh, Kind of like a little bit scary, but you're also like Survival type games where you have to like do ammo management and like keep track of everything and then you have monsters everywhere and There's a lot of dark corridors and it's a shooter. So you're you're first person the whole time Uh, But they're based on books. I believe like that somebody wrote in that universe uh, but supposedly they're pretty good, and supposedly the people that like them really like this one. Um, Do you know if it's multiplayer? It is not. I don't believe. I think it's single player. The old one, old ones were only single player as well. So I don't Blame. know. I, it's not. I think necessarily for me because I don't. I don't usually enjoy scary games that often.
1: <laughs> um, I only like scary games when we're playing with people. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Like <laughs> I still remember funny story opening back the curtain here, pulling back the curtain for everybody. Um, Brian Jackson, Brett's brother and I were in college um, about the same time. You know, we were almost about the same age. I'm a year older than Brian and he was in a room on the same hall as me at the very end. And um, that's when, Oh, was it left for not left for dead. Well, what was that first scary game that came out with the crying girls with crying witches? Do you remember that game?
0: Um, Brian always talks about fear, I think, or no, it Silent it Hill fear. is another one that was around that time.
1: No, it's um, where you, you get a squad of four and you get in, you get into the game and stuff and you're kind of just going through different levels and everything. And, and it wasn't have, Left 4 Dead. May have, I don't think it was Left 4 Dead because I don't think Left 4 Dead was around then. Um, but anyways, we, we were in on our hall and it was during uh, summertime when he was playing and the lights were – in the halls were kind of dark. They did that to kind of save energy and save power for the, the dorms. And I remember looking out at the hall – down the hall towards him and it was just dark and stuff. And he's just like screaming, running to the bathroom like, I got to pee. I got to pee. I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just freaking out. So, he ran all the way down to the bathroom and then ran all the way back. He's like, you got to see this game. I got to ah! – so I went and checked it out, and it was actually pretty scary. The first time we came across one of those crying witches, oh man, shivers, shiver, shiver, shivers. That's
0: funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't play scary games that often. The last thing I can think of that scared me was probably like maybe Dead Space Three, which was a long time ago. But yeah, I can't do those games either.
1: It may have been Left 4 Dead because I'm as I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm no, thinking, it's Left 4 Dead. it
0: sounds like Left for Dead. There was two of them, so it could have been either one. Yeah, I think Um, it was the original. uh, Yeah, and that was around, like, I know people used to play that when, like, when I was in college, or at least it was on the tail end of that. So, yeah, I wish they'd make a new one of those.
1: That would be fun to play with the four of us. Yeah, that would be, that would be a fun game in the evenings. Uh,
0: So, on to the more, at least notable to me, new releases. These are the ones that I've played, so I have a little bit more to say. Um, Let's talk about Crackdown. Um, I don't know how much you know about Crackdown. I don't. I didn't know a lot about Crackdown until the past couple weeks. I've played the first one a little bit on back compat cause they released that for free and it's okay. <laughs> and <laughs> it's okay. And I've played the new one now cause it's on game pass, which I have. So I, I didn't have to purchase it uh, for full price and it's okay. <laughs> that's, that's kind of all I have to say. Like it, it got reviewed pretty poorly. Like, even yeah, I got rough reviews. IGN gave it a five, and they're usually like the at least the people who are go pretty easy on games. I feel like at least a little bit. Um, if you look at like the general plethora of scores from some of those bigger sites, uh, and I don't know, it's it's really hard to talk about it because I don't you know I don't have a history with it, so I'm not that nostalgic for what it is. And I think a lot of people like that are sticking up for it, maybe are nostalgic for it. So I could see where it's like maybe a little bit more uh, enjoyable for those types of people, but it's pretty fun, but it's just, uh, I don't know. It doesn't have a lot of staying power. So I, it's, it's basically like it's crackdown. You, you start with like your Terry Crews, which is way less important than I thought it was going to be. And I really wanted, I really wanted it to be all about Terry Crews like this whole time and Please
1: tell me he had he can flex his boobs while you know in the game he, he does the boob. He flexing. does it
0: like once in the there's like a cut scene at the very beginning <laughs> of the game where yes! he he's like the commander guy and he's like pumping everybody he's being Terry Crews um he's I think his name is Commander Jackson with an X um and he's like pumping everybody up and like sucking all the troops up like to go uh you know we're the agency and then he's doing his thing uh and then there's like you know everything goes to crap and their ship gets shot down and. He, he gets, like, burned alive and mutilated. <laughs> and then, spoilers, <laughs> by the way, but it's Crackdown, so who cares? Um, uh, and then he's, like, he gets placed in this tube, like, one of those, you know, water, the things that they use in Star Wars to regenerate yeah. Luke Skywalker. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then there's this, like, lady, you know, talking him through it. And then he's basically the only one left. Uh, and then he becomes Terry Crews again, so they put, like, his skin, his Terry Crews skin back on. And then he i mean and then you pretty much just do crackdown again so you start it like with nothing you start with a pistol and like you can't jump very high and then the loop of crackdown is pretty much you have all these different mission types but they're pretty much all just like go here kill these guys and like scan this thing or release this door or blow up this car it's all the same and then you do that and then like once you do like five of the purple mission types uh then you unlock the purple boss over here and then you go do the boss fight and then you're done uh so you do a bunch of those i'm probably like halfway through the game and it's it's all literally just the same thing um the green missions are the go to the poison plant and like destroy the poison machine or whatever or and then the red missions are like go to the gang guys and release the gang prisoners or something and then like i don't know it's pretty pretty similar and uh the whole time you're doing this, there's green agility orbs all over the world, like everywhere. So, and each time you get a number of those, you'll eventually level up your agility, so you can jump higher. And then you you unlock like a double jump, and then a double jump and a boost dash. And like eventually, you're pretty much just jumping all over the map. It's really fun. It just uh, it's so repetitive. Um, and there's as far as I've seen, nothing beyond that loop um, of just going around and killing everything and getting more orbs and that's it it's it's the original crackdown that's all it is uh and i've no end game no yeah it's just like it's just you kill those mini bosses and there's no the story is like complete junk like it's i just skipped through it like it's it's garbage um there's some cool art if you're like into the cell shaded stuff like there's some cool like cutscene art that kind of goes by every once in a while but i don't i don't know uh so i guess it's fun, but it's not It's not worth $60, there's no way. I've heard like from some people that have completed it that it's like maybe six to eight hours, uh, uh, especially if, if you're not doing everything, like if you're just kind of doing the missions and going through the main story, which I don't know why you would try and do completionists on this game, unless you're like really nostalgic for Crackdown, but it's not a big game and it's, it's a bunch of the same stuff. So if you have Game Pass, it's pretty fun, like try it, try out the campaign. I would not try out the multiplayer. I mean, if you have Game Pass maybe, but I I didn't even download the multiplayer because it looks awful. It's, it's basically back in 20, I don't know, 2013, 2014, when they originally showed Crackdown, that's kind of what they were pitching was Power of the Cloud. If you look at the videos way back when, it's like, you know, you're shooting a skyscraper and then it like crumbles and it's like toppling over other buildings and like you're in this huge city. None of that exists. Um, none of that is in the game. The, the multiplayer <laughs> is pretty much like you're in this enclo- more enclosed environment. It's not a huge city, but it's all these buildings and you it's your team versus another team. And the combat is still cracked down. So it's like lock on. You just aim and it automatically locks on and you just pull the trigger. So it's which works for the single player like fine because uh, there's a lot of weapon variation in the single player. So it's it's more about like finding different guns and seeing what they do um, than it is about like actually because you just point and shoot and just um, but the, in the multiplayer it's it's awful like it just doesn't work and it becomes more of a game about like if somebody locked onto me first I have no chance other than to like try and break line of sight behind a building and then like try and run away long enough until they maybe forget about me or like lose sight of where I went, and then I can try and get the first lock onto them. I I don't know, it's just not great. And there is no Xbox Live parties in the in, the, in the multiplayer, so you can't what? you can't play with a party. You just like oh, join word. as a single player, get randomly matchmaked into a group versus another group, and then you play, and then it ends, and then you kick. kick kicked out back to the screen there's no progression there's no xp there's no unlocks there's no it's it's almost not even a game it feels like it's an afterthought yeah it's it feels like they probably made it in like a week of like shoot like we showed this four years ago and we have to have something (laughs) Um, (laughs) and there is destruction like of and supposedly they're using the cloud to like synchronize the destruction of like you know if if i kill a skyscraper and make it explode all the pieces will you know the physics will make it explode in a certain way and the other person over there that's playing with me will see that exact same physics because it's being rendered on the server not on each client which which is interesting tech it's just that they didn't do anything with it and it's not anywhere as uh cool as they showed it would be way back when uh because each big skyscraper still has these like hard set pillars that you can't destroy so like you can blow all the walls out and make and the and the floors and make those fall but you still have like the four corner pillars that you can't do anything to Uh, so it's just i don't know i would avoid the multiplayer it's not fun um but the single player is a good few hours if you you know if you just want to like enjoy the that crackdown loop which is fun for a little while but uh unless you have game pass i would skip it
1: yeah and I mean, just you know, the Open Critic site—they gave it a week, which is their b- lowest rating—and said only sixteen percent of critics recommend buying it. Um, so it's a pretty, it's a pretty rough um, thing. Yeah, like like you were saying, you pretty much hit everything on the same same head. It's a dull narrative, no multiplayer depth, and repetitive gameplay. It's so.
0: it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to talk about like it's it's awkward to talk about because they've been talking about it for so long and it's gotten delayed so many times i feel like the people at microsoft probably wish that they didn't have to release it but they they've been there and done that they if they wanted to pull it they would have done that years ago when they canceled some of those other games um like Scalebound or like the fable legends game um but that was that's gone and passed. So they had to kind of release it, I think, because they were have been teasing it for too long. But it's kind of awkward when you see the marketing people, like, you know, like Phil Spencer and Major Nelson and like those pillars of the community, like, who are paid to work and love Xbox. So like they have to kind of be like, "Hey, yeah, Crackdown, like, it's <laughs> super fun." Uh, <laughs> and I, I guess it is fun. Like, I'm. It's it's not a horrible experience. It's just like man, it's so weak and it's so thin. Um, and they've been talking about it for so long. So it's just like, ah, oh, that sucks. Like, but they kind of had to go through it because they set themselves up for this. <laughs> uh, and it. I, I feel like they knew it wasn't a good game probably a, a long time ago, but it's like they were just in like, guys, we need to make this playable and at least like a little fun. Uh, and it's still going to be embarrassing.
1: <laughs> so, um be you know scrolling through the site of open critic and kind of learning more about what they do they there's actually a few other games that got released um that are pretty much no name games and that's why we didn't aren't really talking about them but what's funny is one of those no name games actually scored higher than crackdown 3 and it's dragons dawn of the new riders which is how to train your that, dragon <laughs> I was wondering cuz I think I've seen a trailer for
0: that somewhere
1: um yeah. oh man what platform is that on it's on. It's on all of them: PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Shoot! I wish that was on. It, I wish that was on Game Pass. Yeah. the The description is: A new heroic d- uh, dragon and rider are taking the skies, and only you can help them defeat the evil villains who just who destroyed a dragon sanctuary created by Hiccup and Toothless.
0: We just watched those two. Me and Ashley just watched those two movies uh, in the past couple weeks because we were just on an animated kick, but. The first one's actually not too bad. Like I actually, I actually enjoy the first one. The second one is eh. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, ab- about the new releases though, if anybody's wondering, uh, we kind of just pull what we want to talk about. So I know that a lot of other podcasts that I listen to do the weekly releases bit, which is fine. It's just that I feel like for us, we probably play a little less games than they do in general, just cause we, we don't work in the industry. Um, so I feel like, and also we can't really say anything about them. So I don't know if there's any point in going over everything that's released because I mean there's even other like Jump Force that Dragon Ball Z game that came out this week and that's a bigger name, <laughs> yeah. but it's like I have no, I don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z and I'm never gonna play that game. Um, so and it got
1: a super terrible review by the way.
0: Oh, I did. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't looked at the reviews, but um, yeah. Well, yeah. So I feel like we we try to talk. I try to talk about some things that I at least. Uh, interested in but maybe won't play but beyond that it's kind of kind of we just pick and choose um but if you if you ever think we forgot anything just tweet at mike because he checks his twitter
1: Yeah, exactly i i got you covered i got you covered um so let's talk about that last one which is anthem i mean you played that you know 10 hours i believe you had some access to about, it yeah and uh you know you, you've kind of explored it more uh the critics have been just murdering it um pretty much giving it the same kind of thing that we kind of talked about before where it's potentially going to be very repetitive you do the same old thing same old um and they don't really feel like there's a lot of depth to the story and um you kind of get lost in the um yeah just in the mundane of the game
0: yeah i it's hard to know where to start with anthem it's a big game um and uh, yeah, I've played it for about 10 hours. I have uh, EA Access, so I get the trial. Um, and I was kind of trying to do as much of that as I could, at least to be able to talk about it for one, but also to decide if I wanted to commit any money to buying the game. And I'm not I'm not done with it. I'm probably, from what I've heard from some other reviewers, I'm probably about maybe two-thirds of the way through the campaign. Uh, because there's a point in the campaign when they kind of almost content get you a little bit of like you'll you'll do a bunch of missions and you know the talking to people in Fort Tarsis, do a mission, uh talk to more people in Fort Tarsis, do a mission, see some cutscenes, and then you get to a point where you have to go to these four tombs out in the open world and complete these trials. And then once you go out into the open world and find the tombs, you see that like the trials to open the tombs are just like essentially Just gates of like, oh, you have to do this many world quests, or you have to have done this many challenges, or open this many chests, or that kind of thing. And each of them has like a a checklist of things that you need to do. So it's it's not really particularly interesting. But I hadn't done a lot of that stuff because I hadn't done free play once in my playthrough. I just had been doing story stuff, so I didn't have any chests. I didn't have any world quests. (laughs) So I was like, shoot, like, and I I was probably like maybe six six seven hours in at that point so i had like three hours left on my trial so i was like i guess i'll go do free play and try and see if i can get these unlocked so i can keep going but man it takes forever to to do some of that stuff mainly because free play by yourself is just kind of broken like it doesn't it doesn't work very well because they it's kind of like it is in destiny where it's like you can just fly around and like you know farm materials uh, and see stuff on the side or like just fly around and search for chests or do whatever. But the world events is like, I feel like kind of what you want to do out in free play, at least first thing, cause I don't want to farm mats. I don't even know what they're for. Um, but the world events aren't marked on your map. So, oh, so it's like, you kind of just have to fly around aimlessly. Sometimes if I see another player in the distance, I'd fly over to them and see like, maybe they have something. And if you get close enough, you'll see an icon on your map. Like, oh, there's an event. Um, but more often than not, when I get to the icon, nobody else is there and I'm not in a group. So it's like, even though there's other people in the open world with me in that instance, they don't know that I'm doing a world event. So I'm just doing it by myself. And a lot of the world events are not balanced around having one person. They're balanced around having oh. a group. So you're trying to, there's one with, like with these two turrets and I, I did it, but it, it takes so long because if you go out and just like start popping off, the turrets just auto lock onto you and start like almost immediately just downing you. So you have to kind of like peek around and like kill some guys, kill some guys, wait for your alt, and then try and alt down one turret. And it just takes forever. It's not a, it's not a good experience solo. Um, and it would be if they just added a little bit more like UI awareness to the map so that players would know, oh, we're supposed to go right here. Uh, like on desk like Destiny has, uh, it wouldn't be that hard to f- to fix that. So, but anyways, that's man. I I got like right in the middle of that was like the kind of the last experience I had with Anthem of like, oh they have a content gate and oh it just happens to be like right towards the end of my EA access trial. Wonder why that's there. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's if that was on purpose, but it really felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> um man, Anthem. Okay, Anthem is. As far as I can tell, kind of a giant mess. Um, And that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of fun to be had. It just, I think, depends on what you're wanting to get out of the game. And what I was hopefully looking to get out of the game was a good looter shooter that we could play with the group of us for a good while. And it is not, that is not what Anthem is. Um, Because the loot, the looter shooter part of that game is, is garbage. Um, and I don't even know how to, where to start. I guess I'll start with the loot because that's kind of the whole, the whole point of all of this uh, type of genre anyway. And the loot is terrible because I guess when we played that first demo weekend, like I, I didn't play enough of it to understand like how much of a lack of variety there is in the game. Uh, if you saw uh, during the demo that we played, you know, you probably got like a few drops of like different weapon types and uh, maybe like a few of those, like a support piece or like a, um, I don't know what they call them, but some of those different pieces that like swap new abilities onto your character.
1: Uh, yeah, and we that, were, it seemed like we got quite a few of those.
0: Yeah, and pretty much all the stuff you probably saw in the demo from that like first session we had, that's probably, that's pretty much it. Um, Seriously? Kind of, kind of. Like, maybe a little more, because I know, I know we didn't play too long. But from my experience, I didn't see pretty much anything else. Like, what happens is you'll get the same items, but you'll just get upgraded versions of those items. So, it'll be like, oh, I got another Defender auto-rifle, but it'll be, like, a few more power. But it's the same auto-rifle that I got, like, two levels ago. Um, and then, like, oh, I found a... And, there's only like maybe three of each gun that I found, like, uh, and they just keep dropping. So you'll get like, oh, I got three defenders from my mission this time, and I got like two. I don't know what what another one's called, Warthog or something like that. But so you'll see a lot of these repeat weapons. They'll just like increase in power based on like when you got them to drop um, and what level you were. And it's the same with those support pieces that swap out your abilities. Like when you first start playing, you'll see like, oh, this is interesting because I can choose between. You know, I I was starting with the Storm because I hadn't played it. And it was like, oh, I can choose between, you know, a frost missiles or like an electricity ability or a fire ability. There's probably like at least three like that for most of the slots, just based on how the class is designed. It seems like that's the number usually, too, from a lot lot of the stuff that I've been doing. I have did Storm and Ranger, and I've done the Colossus on the demo. And it seems like, oh, I found these three variations that I can do, which changes the way that it plays. But then from there on out, you just see those exact same three items drop, but you know it's upgraded or it's a green version of that same item instead of a gray, uh, which is is to start sounds really boring, <laughs> uh, and it is really boring. But the another problem, there's a few problems, uh, a lot of problems with the looting. But the next problem that is the worst is the looting rarity as far as I can tell, and I've seen this in a couple other reviews too, is based on level. Um, It's not really random in any way. So like you'll start playing at level one and all you get is greys. So you'll just get uncommon items the whole time. And you'll get like, oh, I got some defender rifles. I got some snipers. Like I've seen all the items now, but they're all greys. Once you get to like level six, seven, that changes. So you'll get all greens it's the exact same items but they're all green now so they have like slightly more power they may have like one modifier on the bottom like oh two percent more to like this ammo type or like really slight stuff like that that doesn't really make much of a difference and then once you get to like level eight or nine it's like oh now i get greens but i sometimes get a blue and then eventually you'll get all blues and then sometimes get a purple and then eventually all purples so there's no like there's none of those experiences that you have in some of those other looter games where like I'm level three and I got an Epic to drop and it's just this random item and it's awesome. And I want to use it forever. And then eventually it'll become obsolete, but it's like, you don't get any of that joy from like, Oh, I wonder what this is. Like, I wonder what this will do. I haven't, I, I bet the player next to me has never seen this item drop. Like there's none of that in Anthem.
1: Um, at least everybody gets the same thing all the time yeah yeah at least for the
0: leveling portion of it i'm not sure how much uh like variation there is at like the end game when you get up to getting legendary gear and masterwork gear because i know i've seen uh pictures of like named weapons like kind of like you have in destiny like instead of just a defender auto rifle it's like uh the storm bolter or you know something like that <laughs> storm and, bolter. and it has like a few more modifiers and like it's a little bit more interesting than with the stuff frost. that i have seen but from <laughs> yeah with frost um and two percent ammo um <laughs> but the from what i've seen so far i really doubt that there's that much variation there can't be because they didn't put any effort into the rest of it uh so it's it's just really awful like it's not interesting to get loot the like it, when we played the demo, I, we were both I think on the point of like man, it's not really fun to get loot because they need to add like a nice sound that plays and they need to need to make the icons bigger and like brighter and make it more fun to like see when you get a drop, and they still need to do that, but also the loot is garbage, <laughs> so that's a big problem, um, so. Yeah, I think that's probably my biggest problem with it is because if the looting is not fun, the game is not fun. Like, why would you want to replay it in any fashion if
1: the looting is not fun? Because that's what a looter is. Um, I mean, the funny thing is is that Apex Legends even got this figured out. And it, it's not even the same kind of game. I mean, they have, they have one shotgun and one sniper rifle that are extremely rare to get in the game. And when you get it, you feel really awesome. You're just like, heck yeah! And you don't even get. There's, they don't even drop any more ammo in the game for that particular gun. So you get limited shots. So it increases the value of of the weapon. Like, yeah, yeah, it, that's frustrating. It,
0: it's well, and like you said, like with Apex, because I'm sure there's some experiences with Anthem, maybe at the end game where you get like a legendary drop, and you're like, oh man, this is awesome. I've, I haven't seen this before. But if you have to wait till the end of the game to get that that little like rush of dopamine in your brain at all like that's not a looter what are you doing like uh the with even with apex which is stupid because it's not even the genre but it's like when you get even when you get those little moments of like oh i found purple armor this game like which happens most games um if you're there's actually
1: quite a bit of purple armor in the whole game
0: but it still feels great because like it's just the color and like you know that it's more powerful and like it still feels great like it, it gives you a little bit of that like oh yeah um and anthem has none of that like it feels it does not feel good to get items at all like i could care less and they don't really make a difference based on in gameplay either like apart from maybe swapping out to a new ability it doesn't feel any different getting like a slightly powerful version of the same item or like a one with a slight percentage modifier like it doesn't feel the experience feels the same um so i don't know it's it's awful it's really bad so i don't and i don't know if the reason i have such a problem with this part of the game is because i don't know how they fix that because it seems like if that's all they did and that's all that's there like it's going to take a long time for them to if they even realize that that is a an issue it's going to take a long time for them to get out of that problem like they're literally going to have to rewrite all the items and how the looting works and like how the curve works when you're leveling and like the modifiers and how that works and i don't know I, i don't know how they fix that problem it seems like a core design uh thing that they did that just doesn't really work for me um and then i guess there's some more problems with the game the story is is all right. Like I haven't played it all the way through. So it's a, it's a looter shooter story. It, it feels maybe a little bit more interesting than some and some of the characters are, uh, pretty interesting, especially when you get like more than halfway through the game, it starts to pick up a little bit. Um, but I do not like the first person view in Fort Tarsus. It's awful. It's really awkward.
1: And they make it so you could go faster
0: they did but it's it's really slight like you can it's kind of a sprint toggle but it's not it doesn't feel like a sprint so it is better but it's still fort tarsus still feels bad um and i don't think that's necessarily just because it's slow but i feel like it just feels bad because it doesn't feel like they're like trying to force you into this first person like immersive view but the city does not feel like a living place like it it just feels awkward um and especially when you go in and out of it, all these characters have like their canned... They stand here. Or they have like their canned conversation with another NPC. And like that happens over and over and over again. And I don't know. I think it would be less of a problem for me if it wasn't first person in your face. Um, but that's not a huge part of the game, I guess. But it's like they want it to be so bad, and that's why it feels bad. Because they're trying to have both their Bioware story game mashed onto their looter shooter, and neither of those games are good. Um, So when you force them together, it makes it really just a lot worse, I think. Um, Which brings me to the other part that a lot of people have been complaining about is the loading screens, which are pretty bad. And I think they were pretty bad in the demo too, so it's not like a new thing. But the problem is, Somebody on Polygon wrote it nicely, like, of the loop. There's a lot of loops in the game, obviously, because you're repeating a lot of the same type of things to, like, go to a mission, get some loot, like, go back to Fort Tarsus, like, go talk to people, get into a mission. But the problem is there's loading screens between almost literally every step in the process. Oh, shoot. So you'll be like, go to Fort Tarsus is where you'll start out. You'll go talk to somebody, and then, okay, I gotta, like, get my... Uh, javelin ready so you'll you have to go into a loading screen just to manage your inventory which is awful um and this is the first i think looter that's done that every other looter you can access your inventory instantly um, from almost any point in the game and this one has a loading screen it's it's short but it's still a loading screen and then so once you do that uh then you have to load into the like the mission selection thing and then you queue into either a mission or free play and there's a loading screen and then you'll go do the mission okay sometimes there's a loading screen sometimes you'll get put into the mission a little bit later than your team so you'll be too far back and then it'll like have to catapult you forward loading screen if it's in a cave loading screen (laughs) if you have to go back out of the cave loading screen And, and then when you're done there's a loading screen to go back to that weird like end of mission screen which is completely useless because uh, it's just like, oh, you got this much XP and all these medals that I have no idea what, what they do. Um, and then it'll show you what items you got, which is great. But it's like I have to do another loading screen before I can get to my forge to equip my item. Uh, and then I have to go back to the mission thing loading screen to. And if I swapped out my item, this is the worst part. It's like you could go through all that and be like, I got a new sniper. Let's test it out. And then if you get back into the mission to test out your new sniper and you decide... Wait, I don't like this. I want to go back to my auto rifle. You have to go through like three or four of those steps again to change it back because you have to uh. load. You have to load out and then load into the forge, and then swap your gear. Then load back to the mission selection and then load back. Ah, oh, it's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, There's
1: so much loading. And
0: I would imagine, like you know, they i i can't say much about the day one patch stuff day one it's not day one but they are doing a patch on friday uh that says it's going to make the loading screens a little bit better in some areas but regardless of how fast they are there's still too many of them um even if they were like half the time then there cannot be that many points where it forces you to a loading screen the inventory is i think my biggest gripe uh because a lot of the other looters have it, it, destiny, especially like has some loads. Um, they are a little bit more elegant with theirs and they're like, they'll put you into that ship screen where you can like l- f- control your ship, like from left to right <laughs> in, in your party while you like load into a planet. Uh, and that's, yeah, that
1: was still kind of annoying though. It is I will annoying, say.
0: but at least there you can like press start to bring up your inventory and like do other stuff and manage your items. Like the, the inventory is the worst and it just feels terrible because that's like the whole point of the game is you're like going to try and find items to swap out for new items and like try and play around with your build. And it just doesn't feel possible almost because they make it so difficult to swap anything. Um, and such a, such a chore. And so that mixed with that, the loot actually itself is not interesting. It's just, Oh, it's rough, but yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't want to say too much more gripe about it. I think, the only other point that I would make is, it's actually pretty fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> even it sounds it's like I these... crapped all over it, but it yeah. like for the eight or nine hours probably that I've played, like it's actually a pretty fun game. It's just not a fun looter. Um, so if you were if you were going to come into this game from a place of like I want to Play through the BioWare story, and I want to be Iron Man, and I want to explore the world for you know a few hours, and I want to see that, and then be done. Like it's actually pretty fun. Like the movement and the combat is actually really, really satisfying. Uh, and they did a lot of work on performance, I think, from the demo because I didn't really have any performance issues. Maybe some frame rate stuff every once in a while, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't bad for me. And I I think I crashed once, but it it was the outlier. So I, I don't know. It's really fun. It's just that I think for me, I'm going into this game wanting a looter and it is not, it is not a capable looter. It is a a decent action game at most. Uh, and I don't think a lot of people uh, want that from Anthem. I think people want a, a destiny competitor um, and something to hop onto for that itch. And it does not perform. Um, so there's my rant. There's my big, long rant.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You, you, you really went into that one for a while. I would say, honestly, based upon you know, your playing time and everything, um, I'd say Anthem's pretty well, uh, pretty well dead, um, in terms of us talking about it and trying to break, you know, review it and stuff. I think we'll come back to it maybe in, a few months and see if it's changed anything but yeah yeah I, I think it's pretty much well well been thought out well been explained that it's just so it, disappointing like it yeah
0: it has so many good ideas like the 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 movement and the a lot of the customization stuff that they did and the uh it's just it's so interesting and there's there's so much potential with some of some of the ideas it's just that the the core systems in place that they have right now for the looter shooter are so poorly implemented that I don't know where it goes from here. Um, yeah. Like it's gonna almost take a complete, like it's not something that they're gonna be able to patch in month to month and improve on. It's almost gonna take a like 2.0 expansion level thing, which is gonna take a long time if, if they go that route, like to fix all these problems and not saying that it won't happen like in a year maybe anthem will be be great uh and if if you've watched destiny or the division or or diablo or any other games in this genre it happens a lot um where these games will come out and they're just not great or a lot of the systems are just like a mess and not thought out and they don't work right and then a year later wow this is actually really fun and it's really balanced and it has a lot of variety so i don't know if anthem it anthem feels worse to me than uh like vanilla destiny did or vanilla destiny 2 or diablo it feels worse because it doesn't even feel like it holds its own as a looter at all almost Um, whereas those games at least felt for me like they, they have some things going for it. They have a lot of core stuff. They just need to make some changes to like the way this works or some of the dressing around here or like maybe some of the randomization or those types of things. In Diablo, it was like they need to get out, take the auction house out, and they need to change the way like randomization items works and they need to increase legendary drops or take some of this away. Or, but Anthem is like, I don't know how you fix it right now. Like they almost need to just take some of these systems out and just scrap them and start over. Uh, keep all the world flight suit stuff, that's great. The combat actually is pretty great, keep all that. Uh, it's just that the, the loot stuff is awful. Um, and the world actually, while it's beautiful, it's really boring after a while because there's, no diff- there's, there's nothing different about it. Like it's all jungle, jungle, avatar, island. And that's it. There's no biomes in the game. There's no different areas in the game. So once
1: you've kind of
0: flown around, it's really pretty, but that's it. Like it's all themed exactly the same. So, and it's really hard to navigate uh, compared to Destiny just because of all the verticality. Like when you're trying to figure out like where you are and like I was going to those tombs. That's where I stopped. Man, it's, it's really hard to like remember, oh, this is over here because like, I could have been three hundred feet south of here and not even known. I it's really hard to orientate yourself uh, on a lot of the map, as well. Mm. But I don't know. I'll stop. I'll stop complaining. But I was. I think I'm just disappointed because I was hoping maybe maybe we'll get on another looter that we can all play that everybody will enjoy. And I know Brian liked it because the combat and the flight are really fun, which which they are. Um, yeah. And he's not necessarily a like a looter grinder, but it was like oh maybe we can get him in because. The other stuff that he that he's more into, which is like the combat and the shooting and the abilities, like those are really good uh, as far as like an action game would be. But uh, it's just disappointing. I I was hoping for like another good solid looter in the space, and they just did not learn any lessons from any of the other games that have um, gone through years and years of patching already. Um, And I don't know how I don't know how that happens, but I it's it'll be interesting to see like how it sells because I feel like my opinions are not too far off from the rest of critics on all levels like everybody kind of tore into it so uh I don't know how it's gonna sell it doesn't feel like it's gonna do well
1: <laughs> no no I don't think it's gonna do pretty good I mean I mean the truth is it's a it's a, it's EA that's putting it out as well I think right
0: yeah and it's it's awkward because like you know maybe it flops but now they have apex so does it really matter. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Exactly. Like, I wonder how they feel over there. Like, is probably, you know, just they're probably up 24-7 trying to fix all the problems and keep people happy. Um, And EA is probably, like, I don't know, bittersweet. But they're probably too psyched about Apex to care too much at this point, I think. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if anything, I was talking about this to Brian earlier today. It's like, if anything, this just made me disappointed but also made me, like, Maybe we should try Destiny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe we should go back to Destiny. Because,
0: I'm just like now I'm all psyched to have like oh I want to play a looter I want a good looter and then and then Anthem didn't deliver so I'm like where's my looter, um, but I don't know we'll have to we, and I know Dom was chatting about Diablo the other day and we were talking about Path of Exile and uh, there's games out there it's just that it's hard to find one that it, that appeals to everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean I would be fine trying out uh Destiny again for sure. I'd be fine uh trying out uh, Path of Exile and stuff. And those are all fun games. Um because like, like I said, you know, I I'm, I'm not playing it probably outside of Friday night with everybody else, so um yeah, we'll we'll try out we could try those, you know what we could do again. We could try going back to um Oh man, I am terrible with Calling out those games right now, where I was, uh, where you had the Greek gods, and Brian was Apollo. Oh, um, Smite, Smite, yeah, we go back to Smite. I don't know, I, mean, I don't. It's I not don't, a looter. I don't but. know if
0: I want that mic, uh, but I'll be. O- oh, no. I have to be open to it. Um, uh, yeah, I think. What was I gonna say? I had some some final thoughts, but yeah, Anthem is just. I I wouldn't even really be opposed to Anthem if it was not. if it was
1: where's your price point yeah that's
0: I think that's what I'm trying to figure out is because I I kind of want to finish the story I just don't want to pay $60 for it um
1: $30
0: I'd probably buy it if it was 30 bucks right now yeah so maybe just just because I'd probably finish the story and I'd probably do some of the loot grind just even though it's you know it's not great and but I'm sure some of the legendary and masterwork crafting is like interesting, at least for a little bit, like to a point. Um, but I don't know how long it'll take to get to $30, but by then maybe there'll be some more content as well, like kind of developed onto it for maybe story or maybe a few more things to do. So I don't know. I would definitely wait for a sale if you are interested. Um, And if this game does flop, it'll go on sale real quick, so you don't have to wait long. Um, Yeah, we saw that with Battlefield Five. Yeah, it's happened to a lot of games lately because there's too much competition. Like you can't afford to flop, Um, and if you flop, like it's over. Like you, you have no chance, at least, to sell your product for full price anymore. Not that games can't be redeemed. Like we've seen that with a lot of products too. But it's not through changing people's minds to buying your sixty dollar product. It's through getting a lot of people into your game and then committing hardcore and then eventually maybe being able to get back into good graces with like you know people spending money on your season passes or your microtransactions but that doesn't happen with a failed launch it happens like years later if you can get a player base somehow back up to playing your game uh and so they have a long road ahead of them especially if this tanks uh like i kind of think it might um but there is a good. There's a lot of good stuff in it. It's just not a good looter. So if if you are interested in a good, uh, decent action game, uh, and some kind of BioWare story, it's not Mass Effect. Uh, so don't go into go don't go into it thinking it's Mass Effect because it's it's no it doesn't even touch Mass Effect any of them even three. Um, wow. Uh, but it is it is fun. Like there is a lot of fun there. And for my eight or nine hours, like. I wanted to keep playing like I put it down and I was like, man, I really if if they didn't put these stupid tombs in the middle to block everything, um, I would probably want to keep finishing the story and and do a little bit more of it. But as it stands now, I'm I'm going to hold off and
1: see see where it goes. I'm going to laugh when you finally get back in and you complete the tombs. And you think, nice. Now it opens up the rest of the story, and that was. And it's really over. There's it. like another cutscene. Yeah, like oh, I, that was I, literally I, the end, and I, it, all you had to do was do the tombs to get to the end game. I
0: looked that up, and I, that's another reason because I don't think there's that much more. I think I. It sounded like I was like two thirds of the way, and then there's a few more missions and a few more cutscenes, and then there's some more stuff too if you want to do like side quests and all that which I wasn't necessarily doing because I was trying to get through enough of it like in my trial. Uh but I don't know. So it's not necessarily like too short for that type of game, but it is too short uh when you don't have the rest of it figured out. So, yeah, not it is not a purchase for me, not not at this point. I would much rather Destiny's on sale this week. So if I was going to buy something to get my loot fixed, I would buy that.
1: Well, maybe we should uh talk about that in Slack later this week about uh if we all want to grab Destiny, yeah, we'll have to. to it or not, we'll so. have to
0: talk about that tomorrow and see, like, if people are interested in trying it, because and, and just see, but because I've I've heard a lot of good things about it since Forsaken came out, Um, but there, the pricing on Destiny is confusing as heck. So it's really there's so many different versions of it with expansions and not expansions and annual pass and not annual pass, and so we can chat about that uh, with the group. But, anyways.
1: Yeah, I think we've uh, we've gone pretty long today. We're probably about an hour into it. So, I think we'll cut it short and or cut it off now. Um thank you all for listening and hanging out with us this evening. Again, if you want yeah. to engage with us on Twitter, we're on Twitter at uh, W uh, WBGcast. There we go. So, Want to Be Gaming Cast on Twitter. And also, if you can, please give us a five-star rating on wherever you download your uh, podcasts. Yes, please. Yes, please. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you next time. See you next week.